occult crimes, paranormal investigations, urban legends, and strange happenings. Welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. <laughs> hey, welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. This is episode 110. I'm Abby. I'm Kate, and we'll be your ghostesses in 2024. Wow. wow. We didn't rehearse that. <laughs> no, that was great. But I'm happy about Should it. Should we start? Oh my God, this is the musical we've always talked about. This is the musical you've you've always talked about. I said, while we were on break, what if we did come back with an album? Kate said no, so the album's still in production. Production being nothing. But we'll be out soon. As gay? No, <laughs> as, as recording artists. We're coming out soon, guys. Uh, Not yet, though. What are you talking about today, Kate? <laughs> this week, I'll be talking about Sergei Ponomarenko. A guy who may or may not be a time traveller. We wrote these a long time ago. <laughs> this could be a janky episode. Yeah, I'm talking about John Titor, also potentially a time traveller. Ooh. Ooh, it's time travel. Yeah, I realised, um, checking mine, that I wrote mine three months ago. Yeah, so I want to address... The elephant in the room. Don't call me that. The, the yeah, obviously we've been gone a while, and I'm going to be super serious about it. Basically... Could you imagine if I just said it straight up exactly what happened word for word? I think you should. No. It's a gossip podcast. I think, yeah. Fuck Sergei Ponomarenko and instead tell everyone the hot tea. No. Um, basically, last year for me was insane. Really crazy. Uh, just a bunch of wild stuff happened to me. One after another, like it was some kind of sick joke. Um, and also, I experienced some hard-hitting bereavement, which I did like very mildly talk about on Instagram, because I'm not going to tell everyone my business, obviously, but I was just like, taking a week off for this. Um, turns out you need more than a week off for that. Who knew? Who, who'd have known? But I didn't, because I didn't realise how that would affect me. Uh, so then I just kind of blacked out for a bit, and now I'm here. So I'm excited to continue doing life, and doing things that I need to do, and doing things I enjoy. But um, yes, that's kind of how we left and didn't say anything. Because I didn't know what to say. You can't say anything while that's happening. No. There's was... nothing to say. And as well, it was busy. Yeah. Like, it was very busy. And I don't think either of us were prepared mentally or organisationally. Yeah. Um, but here we are. Yeah. So this year is going to be great. I'm saying it now. We're manifesting it. It's going to be great. Everything's going to be chill. And we're going to be consistent with episodes again. As I intend to be. I feel like you're like holding the universe by its the scruff of its neck. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, you better give me just normal life. Everything is chill. It doesn't even have to be great, just normal and regular. <laughs> give me an average year. Just make me have a normal, boring year, please. <laughs> yeah, and the first month of this year has gone fine. Yeah, I enjoy January, you know, which is interesting because I never enjoy January because I do get seasonal depression sometimes, specifically for January. I think it's the darkest year. I think lots of people do feel kind of low. Mm -hmm. But this year, I think I was like pretty chill. Yeah. I, I think it was just nice to have cozy time. Fair. To feel cozy and feel like I was hibernating a little bit, you know. Yeah. I'm blessed to work from home. So I was just chilling in my little blanket, doing my little job. And I was like, wow. Everything's just so chill right now. Yeah, we've been busy, though, still. We have been busy. <laughs> but January is still busy. We've been busy, but doing fun stuff, not doing bad things. Yeah, and February is proving to be just as busy. It's my birthday. 
Yay! Yay! Kate was waiting so she could say I was, yeah, I was birthday. like, shut up talking about your problems. This will be out the day after your birthday. Oh. Well, it was my birthday. Everyone wish me a happy belated birthday. Everyone send me a little hug. Everyone, Everyone do a dance and send it to Kate. in celebration Hashtag me. Kate's bidet. Oh. <laughs> no, it is my birthday and I'm going go-karting. We mentioned it on the coffee and the chat where we didn't have a coffee and the chat was pretty bad. And we're a bit rusty. And uh, yeah, going to a buffet, going to a go-kart. It's going to be fun. Yeah, tell me what your birthday plans are, my February peeps. I don't care about the rest of you. Well, January, everyone and else, then March I'm saying you can tell us your birthday plans if you'd like. Don't. Tell us your birthday and your social security number and your mother's, mother's maiden name. name. Wow, we haven't made that joke in a while. No. Also, before we get into anything else, first of all, I want to say, I just died in your arms tonight. Oh my God, speaking of, I look like a little emo. Kate dyed her hair and it came out really dark. It's come out so dark. I match Abby's mahogany wardrobe. <laughs> It's so dark. I look like it's blending into I the look background. like I'm trying to recapture my youth. Yeah, you're not old. No, but that's how I look. Yeah, there you go. Get it. <laughs> I think you look fine in person. I'm sorry, it's not translating well to. It's ju- it just media. looks like I've dyed my hair black in this, and it, I promise it's not even that dark. It was supposed to be red. Yeah, you can kind of see it by the roots. Well, I was gonna say before I started singing a little song. Oi, oi! Our mini episode that wasn't mini for Halloween. Did way better than the last few major episodes we had, and it was unscripted. So if you guys want more unscripted content, let us know. I would love to know kind of what you want this year, because I want to do stuff that everyone's going to enjoy. At this point, they're like, just give us anything. (laughs) Just fucking release something. Just send a photo of yourself on the toilet. Just give us a phone call at this rate. No, but like, we are going to be consistent this year. Everything's going to be fine. I'm just a fucking monkey making sure it is. (laughs) So if you... If you have anything that you want us to cover, and it doesn't have to be a scary thing, a topic, obviously we do this because it's fun and we do this for you. So if you want anything, let us know. It's going to be fun. and It's going to be fun. I also want to say that Kate and I went to see The Woman in Black over Christmas. Yeah. Which she's talked about before for really scaring her. Yeah. And it really scared Abby. It did because, uh, you know when I said I don't like Victorian ghosts and I don't like child ghosts? Oh, mama. Well... Mm, spoiler free don't go see that <laughs> if you don't like those things if you hate rocking chairs or if your partner hates a rocking chair and you don't understand why then go and see the woman in black yep because it's haunting it is haunting it's about haunting it is haunting truly chilling. haunting truly haunting experience okay who's going first do you have the news i do have the news this week's news uh, from three months ago mm-hmm. is from unexplained-mysteries.com. Apparently, there's been some ooze in New York City. New Oots. York City. Pardon? I'm wearing that shirt today. No way. Oh, I love that show. Me too. It's what we do in the shadows. Wow, I said that without even moving my mouth. Not just any ooze. The ooze has been bright green and bubbly. Ooh. Dan Pantalo was walking along, minding his own business, when he realised a bubbling neon green liquid spilling out from beneath the manhole covers on the street. He snapped a picture and put it on X. Twitter. Unfortunately, it isn't cytoplasm. It's just what plumbers do when they find a leak. What? They add coloured pigment... They make it freaky? (laughs) You're right. (laughs) 
they add coloured pigment to water to see where the water's coming oh, of out. of course. It doesn't explain why it was bubbling up beneath the pavement, but it makes a lot more sense than Ghostbusters 17. Uh, yeah. I mean, it does make sense, mm. but I didn't know that they did that. Maybe it'll be in the new Ghostbusters film. Maybe. 24. Okay, so... This week, I'm going to be talking about the mysterious time traveller known as John Teetle. Unfortunately, I've just noticed that I didn't write my sources down for this, even though you I don't wrote remember the them? whole thing. You don't remember any of it? And them? I wrote it so long ago yeah. that I simply don't remember. <laughs> I'm really sorry Ooh, to anyone that I quoted from this. I'm so sorry. I, ah. I've written mine. Look, there's nothing else I can say. We're going to go ahead and just read what I've written, okay? Listen, you get what you get. It's a new year. It's a new year, and in this year, I don't give a fuck. I'm not saying anything. I'm just going to I'm gonna read a Wikipedia page, and that's it. I don't care what your birthday is. I'm releasing what I want to release. Yeah, and also, I'm going to read one Wikipedia page. I'm not going to do anything else. No books, no nothing. And then I'm going to try and remember it by memory and read it all out to you while staring into the camera, and then I'm going to release that three times a year, and that's it. Hope you're all excited for this year. Yeah, I call it the the chaotic era. She's in her chaotic era. So John Titor is the name that an internet user on the Time Travel Institute forums in 2000. But before that, he called him before he, he called himself John Titor. He went under the username Time Travel underscore zero. Well, he could time travel, but he couldn't time travel to the <laughs> point where he could just be time travel. That's really funny. Uh, Okay, I don't believe him. Next. John claimed that he was from the year 2036, and he wrote about that in his time, there was a period of war, famine, destruction, and dystopia. Hope you guys are ready for that. Get my girlies ready for 2036. Unfortunately, the problem with time travel stories is that whenever the stories are from the past, we can disprove them in the future, like in the present day. However, like in one of my favourite films, Back to the Future, it may be the case that if you change the timeline of events by their actions, some things may not happen. So we kind of have to keep... We don't know, because we don't know if it's real. So we kind of have to keep it, you know... So you might as well pull a my mum and lie about... (laughs) Oh yeah, Kate's mum just lies. We just discussed that earlier. (laughs) My mum said, don't ruin a good story with the truth, right? She always says this, which basically means there's a nugget of truth, spin a yarn around it, right? But you might as well lie and say you're a time traveller. No one's stopping you. It's not illegal. No one can prove you wrong. Do it. Send me vlogs of you guys lying to the people you love. I would love that. Oh, That's for the chaotic era. That's for my birthday. For Kate's birthday, lie. Lie Tell better. Tell one little lie. So John claims that a surprise nuclear attack by the Russians hit the United States in 2015. Obviously, that did not happen. He says that... That uh, we know of. No, I mean, tension was high, but it was not nuclear attack. John said this is what made the US infrastructure collapse, and that survivors had formed several groups and had attempted to rehabilitate the country, like in all zombie media, I think, Mm -hmm. but without the zombies. John also said that this meant his current place of living resembled a modern version of the old American West, but time travel is also a reality. Like, rebuilding society. Mm. Oh my god, I didn't finish this. But I did, I definitely finished it. You didn't finish it? Oh, you started No, I definitely finished it. Just make it up. 
What? <laughs> Just lie. Tell a little lie. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Okay, I have found the right file. Right. So I do have sources. Oh. Yeah, documentaries.org, spectrum.ieee.org, Wikipedia, temporalrecon.wordpress.com. This year is the year of fucking up and then profusely apologising. Before he started making more specific posts, he made some general time travel discussion posts, with the first one being a description of the components required for a working machine. People commented about how this machine would work, and he happily responded to them to explain. The message read, Greetings. I'm a time traveller from the year 2036. I'm on my way home after getting an IBM 5100 computer system from the year 1975. My time machine is a stationary mass, temporal displacement unit manufactured by General Electric. The unit is powered by two top-spin dual-positive singularities that produce a standard offset tippler, sinusoid. I will be happy to post pictures of the unit. Now, I don't know what the fuck that means. Tag yourself, I'm sinusoid. <laughs> Yo, you don't know what that means? Idiot. You, well, you're a big dummy. You the don't four- know what the tiptronic aphala... Banquo is? The forums at the time weren't very complex because it was the year 2000, and so the posts were quite short. John claimed that he came from the year 2036, and he wrote that the time that he was from was a period of war, famine, destruction, and dystopia. He also said that a civil war breaks out in 2005 in America, and the Olympics just stop completely after 2004. Not the Olympics! You love the Olympics. That's everyone was worried about. He also said that the war that broke out after this killed around 3 billion people. He said that during the war, the cities in America are destroyed, as well as the European Union and China. The capital of America became Omaha, Nebraska. Not Nebraska. (laughs) I've never been. I actually can't judge you, Nebraska, because I don't know you. Nebraska? Where have I heard that? Is that in like a song? Do you mean Alaska Thunderfuck's little sister? No, I'm not talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. (laughs) I'm thinking of... Like Nebraska, song about Nebraska. Is there a song? Nebraska. (laughs) If anyone has a song about Nebraska, can you send it to me? Because now I'm saying it so much it doesn't sound like a word. Did anyone else watch Victorious? Because (laughs) at one point, this this episode is not going anywhere. Tori's sister starts singing about Chicago, and we quote it all the time. So you can be in on that little meme with us if you want to be. John said that this is what made the US infrastructure collapse and that survivors had formed several groups that has attempted to rehabilitate the country. John also said that this meant that his current place of living resembled a modern version of the old American West, but that time travel is a reality. When he's with his parents, they live in a community of tree houses on a large river in Florida. He said that in this version of 2036, people that survived the war built very close-knit communities and life was centered on family. Food and livestock are grown and sold locally because there's no large companies to provide mostly because of the leftover radiation in the environment. People spend more time talking to each other and religion is taken very seriously. Not a single phone in sight. People living in the moment. He posted that it has been developed at CERN in Switzerland, the time machine, a few years after the nuclear strike, but it's used for military purposes. John claimed that the unit was created to time travel. A unit was created to time travel, sorry, like uh, inside the military, Mm -hmm. which John eventually joined. So John was apparently sent back in time to 1975 to pick up a computer. The computer supposedly had some key to solving this future crisis. He also said that he was the one chosen for this mission because his grandfather was involved in making and programming this specific type of computer. 
In an attempt to prove this, he described features of the computer that had never been published. But I don't know how that would prove it because... Wait, wasn't this posted 25 years after? Yeah. So what do you mean it's never been published? What, no one's ever looked at it? No one's ever looked at the inside of one of these computers in 25 years? You're having a laugh. You're having a bloody giraffe. I don't know, Kate. No. Please. False. Next. When asked why he was on a forum, and also in the year 2000, you know, because he was going back to 1975, and that he was visiting... Mm-hmm. So he said that he was visiting 2000 for personal reasons because he wanted to collect some family photos and visit other family members who had been lost in the war. John said he was posting and sharing this information to warn anyone of the war, I assume in case he was unable to prevent it, and able to warn people of a disease that would be passed through beef products. Which is knife, I guess. Nice. Knife. Which is knife. You know that disease. Knife. So I do have a copy of the original posts by John, and I'll give you some of the info that he shared. First off, when asked about UFOs, John said that even in his time, where they have time travel, they still don't know anything about UFOs, but he speculated that they might just be more advanced human time travellers. Which I've heard that theory before, but it is interesting. People asked him lots of questions about time travel, and John shared as many diagrams of various pieces of equipment as evidence. He described the time machine as having a ramp-up time after the destination coordinates are given to the computer. Then, an alarm with a light begins to sound. There is a short countdown, and you have to secure yourself in the seat. He uses a lot of technical language in his posts. He discusses science, scientific theories, and computer technology. But I'm not putting any of that in because I want it to be easy for everyone to understand, including me. You're like, I'm not putting that in because I can't read it out loud. (laughs) Yes, maybe also that. But it's in the original post if you want to Google them. If you want to do our jobs for us, do. That's not what I mean. I don't want it to be like a bunch of jargon that that I won't guess. John explained that if you feel a tug towards the unit, sorry, John explained that you feel a tug towards the unit very quickly like you're moving in a fast elevator. It can be very intense and while there are no side effects, he avoids eating before a flight. Just like a general rule. Fair. Outside of the vehicle, you can see a light bending around you. So like driving under a rainbow. There's a burst of ultraviolet radiation, so you have to wear sunglasses or close your eyes. Then it fades to complete blackness and remains like that until the unit is turned off. They are required to keep the windows closed because it's very hot outside of the unit. And there is a small pocket of air around the, the vehicle... That is your only source of air, unless you bring some with you. He calls this darkness the pocket, and says you're only inside of it for a very short period of time. At 100% power, the machine travels at about 10 years an hour. Then it's like the world fades in from black. But he said that he's usually asleep by this point. Takes a little nap. Imagine shooting through time and space, and you're like, EP. It makes a slight hum and lots of static electricity noises. Interestingly, and what many people said was kind of unbelievable, is that the machine itself uh, is supposed to be like a time machine. Like, I'm imagining like a block, but I don't know, okay? Because I don't have the diagram with me right now. There will be photos on social media. But it sits inside of a vehicle so that it can work because it needs the, the power. So, this machine sits inside of a 1967 Chevy, which obviously is kind of like Back to the Future. Yeah, the car percent. is a time machine. Yeah. Obviously, this film is already out by 2000, so a lot of people were just like, this makes it unbelievable because you're just making a thing of the movie. Yeah. 
However, people still took him seriously and they asked him more questions. He said this car was chosen because there aren't a lot of suitable vehicles available in 2036. He also said that he sold this car in 2000 and is now using a different car. So it's not built into the car, but the car needs a bunch of suspension to house the time travel device. Right. Okay. So the car is off with the brake on. It's, it's just a shell. Many believed he was telling the truth, especially since he was posting in a time travel forum and had all these images and knowledge diagrams. Other people thought that he was just a scientist or a computer engineer who just had the knowledge to pull off a prank. Yeah. John said it's possible to meet yourself when time traveling and nothing will happen like they say it does in the movies. He also discusses timelines as world lines and said that the difference between his world line and our one, which he traveled back to, is about one to two percent. So sometimes he would notice things that are like a bit different when he goes back. So like a different football team will have won something. Like but the Mandela effect. Yeah, effect. pretty much. Bernstein, Bernstein. Yes, thank you. However, he also says that it becomes harder to travel to a specific point after the 60-year mark. So if he wanted to travel back 2,000 years to meet Christ, there's a good chance he would end up on a world line where he's not never born. But if you travel back 10 years, it might be more accurate. Okay. He explained a lot of technical information in as much detail as he could, but he said that he's just doing his job. He's not an expert. He's not a scientist. He's just He just works there, like the same way that airline pilots aren't aerospace engineers. That makes sense. He said that while this sounds unbelievable, if you explain the jet engine to people in the 1900s, they'd look at you like you were crazy, but the first jet engine was invented in 1937. Which, to be fair, is a good point. Yeah, like, things are created all the time. However, that's like traversing the known world rather than being like... Because, I mean, we still don't have that now, right? Yeah. So, like, in ten years... Them being like, yeah, you can just travel through time. Yeah, you can visit like different time periods. Exactly. It's like, extremely that's... unbelievable. I get it. And especially if it's like sort of like parallel worlds almost, like different timelines, you're able to just hop, skip, and jump across timelines. Like, mm. that feels a lot more like there would need to be a lead up to it. Like the space race, right? Like, yeah. th- that took years and years and years. If someone said, like, you know, in 10 years, you'll be able to travel to Pluto, I'd be like, wow, pretty unbelievable. But if they said, oh, we go to Mars in 10 years, I'd be like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Or, like, we'll be doing our first um, human test in 10 years, sending them back through time. I'd be like, okay, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, I feel like for it to be like a fully flat... I mean, obviously the war didn't happen, so he obviously did a good job if he's true. Like, mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I get it. More fun things about the future, according to John. They have phones, but the service is through Wi-Fi, which still exists, but isn't as utilised because of the focus on physical community. Power generation is localised, cameras are digital film. Wait, but who's running the Wi-Fi network? I don't know. If there's no organisations, if you're all like little farmers, who's got that job? I don't know. Computer technology gets better, which we know because of the time travel. Hats are more common. People wear less bright colours. People spend way less time on their hair. I can't believe he's finally giving us the information that we need about the future. Hats are less common. What am I going to do? Wait, more common. Sorry. What am I going to do? I love hats. Oh, wait, more common. more common. Yeah, I just said that. Yeah, you're the one telling this me the story. This is good for me. They have five presidents, and they do have cars, but not a lot of them. 
Now, there's a wild amount of information that he shared on the forums and from the science of time travel to predictions and how you can defend yourself against the Great War of 2015. There's a lot of stuff. He was posting until March 2001 from November 2000. So whether you believe him or not, John Tito became a huge part of internet culture around this time. People became obsessed with him and learning about everything. Mm -hmm. Sites were launched to discuss him. There were timelines created to like fully understand what he was saying. They hosted conventions to meet up and like talk about John. There's documentaries, novels, like everything. People loved this. And for the most part, I think a lot of people believed him. Like the number at now, I believe is probably a lot less than it was in 2000. Yeah. So John could have prevented some of these big events. He does say that the changes that he leaves are minimal. So it's likely that these events couldn't have been changed by him. So basically... Right. Yeah, he's saying... But that's saying, why they sent him back, right? That, that's why they made a military operation of it. True. Because otherwise, what's the point in sending the military in if they can't change anything military? Yeah, he said that the changes that he leaves are minimal. So how would he have... I don't know. This is your story. I'm not. I'm you wrote just. This. Yeah, I didn't write his posts though. He did say that he leaves minimal changes, unless he leaves minimal changes, like as a side effect. So like, yeah, right. Like, He's changing one major thing, but then he wouldn't go and like kiss someone or whatever. Yeah, he wouldn't like be like. Actually, I want my lottery numbers to win. Yeah. I don't know how you change that, but. So there's no proof this is real, obviously, but. Before I tell you a bit of closing information, I would like to hear your thoughts. When I have just said just then about him changing the lottery numbers, I imagined him with a gun shooting every ball that came out that was not his ball. Rather than, Rather just... than him changing his lottery numbers. Right. I imagined him changing the lottery numbers. Of course. Why yeah. would you explain anything else? No. It's stupid. Mm -hmm. what, you, oh, you think I'm going to change my answer? No. I'm just going to make the answer the right one. Good. Um, I don't believe it. No. No, because there's no big war, and I don't understand why a computer from 1975 would be the answer when you could just make that again. Because the technology would become unusable. Like, they have are building new technology, but they don't have access to the old technology because of the war. If they need a piece of equipment that's inside of an old computer, they, they can't get that computer. They can't remake it. Well, not if they don't have the resources. But they have current Wi-Fi. They have constant Wi-Fi. Yeah, but Wi-Fi isn't the same as, like, a, a piece of a computer. Like, a physical piece. I guess, piece. but you've still got, like... And I don't mean this in a bad way. Nerds in the future. Nerds still exist. <laughs> do you know what I mean? What do you mean you can't Yeah, but if they that? don't have the resources to rebuild it, how are they going to do that? Like, if they don't have the physical things what, to rebuild it? What, you mean, like, they don't it? have iron ore? Like, what? They can't make what? Plastic? No, like the components of the computer. But you can make them. How do you make them? Metal. <laughs> I don't know. You because, don't know. I don't know because I'm an idiot. Like, when it comes to computers, I'm like, uh, to click the mouse. But, like, I don't understand why you wouldn't be able to make it. Okay. Do you know what I mean? It's like, we've made bread that existed... 2,000 years ago. Because we have the same things as them, but if a huge nuclear war wiped out all of the stuff, you wouldn't be able to access those things again. You wouldn't be able to make bread again because you wouldn't have half of the ingredients. I guess. You'd have similar things, but it wouldn't be the same, so the bread would never be right. So one 
crucial piece of information I'd like to share is that in 2009, it came out that someone had hired a private investigator to track down who John really was, since there's no record of a man named John Tito ever existing. But I do want to point out he never said that was his legal name. Anyway, the trail ended up leading to an entertainment lawyer in Florida. The lawyer said he was representing John Tito, but it wasn't him. His brother was a computer scientist, which makes that story a bit more plausible that it's him. A nerd. In 2018, an artist said that he worked as a consultant for people in charge of creating the Tito information, but it wasn't his project. They wanted to create a literary experiment and create a good story. Don't spoil a good story with the truth. Ain't that it. Ain't that it, Pauline? Should we do Scare Scale? Hit me with it. Scare. None. None at all. Danger. There is possible danger if there's a nuclear fallout. So I'm going to say two. Likelihood. I can't disprove it, but I think it's baloney. 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 So maybe two and a half. Ideas? I think it's just made up. Fair enough. Just a story. Just a good story. And the best question, where would you go to if you could time travel? We've had this conversation before because we watched Doctor Who together. Do you mean where or when? Both. Because I've said, I want to go back and I want to see the dinosaurs, but I want to be safe. I want to be safe from the bad ones. I want to see a mammoth. I want to go and see me when I was a baby. I want to see my mom when she was a baby. I want to see Kate as a baby. I want to see my family as babies. I want to go to the cowboy era, but I want to be safe from home. Hilariously, Abby doesn't even like babies. No, I just want to see them. <laughs> like, just wait. No, that sounds like you sound really creepy. I just want to see me I because I want to see, see what my what everyone around me was like. Look at that baby, and it's me. You know, I want to see. Who? What else do I like? I want to go see some rock shows. How about you? Um, I want to see the dodo. Nice, but be safe from harm. <laughs> yeah, sure. I want to see. I want to see. Yeah, extinct animals is kind of more important to me. Yeah. Um. I want to know what happened to Agatha Christie in that little bit where she disappeared. Oh yeah. You could solve great mysteries. Yeah. I want to know if that bloke really shot JFK. Hmm. I want like I want the answers. I want to know what happened to Madeline McCann. I want to know. Because I'm nosy. Not even because I'll do anything with the information. I'd come home, I'd tell you, I'd talk about it on the podcast, that'd be it. Will you not prevent it? I suppose you can't because of the time paradox. Yeah, I'd be messing everything up. I'm just turning up to have a look. And then I know. Then That's I'll... so mean though. You have to see harm happening to people and you can't stop it. I would just be but looking at a diplodocus. But it's already happened. Yeah, but you have to see it with your own eyes. At least, like, now that you don't know, you don't have to know, you know? What? (laughs) Okay. If you see something bad happen to someone, then you know for sure that's what happened. But if you don't know, then you can kind of give give yourself a better story. But, mm, yeah, but bad things, like, JFK died. That's true. I'm sorry to be the one to tell you, but he Um, died. Yeah, he's actually dead. Okay. Like, I can't be like, maybe he's fine, because he's not. True. Okay, well... Let us know where you would go if you could time travel. When you would go. Yeah, when and where you would go. Maybe just, no, when and where is fine. Let us know what historical events... What do you want to see? You would see. What kind of dinosaur would you look at? Tag yourself. I'm definitely a Diplodocus. I love them, though. They They just bumble. They're vegetarian. They're long. 
That is you. Those are that's. I'm what, like a little scurrying freak. What three words? <laughs> if you like the podcast, go and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Myths Magic Pod. Kate doesn't remember what to say. I'll cover this part for you. And if you want to subscribe to us on Patreon, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash Murder. You get some extra content. We're going to do a little extra content after this about more time travel stuff. You get video content as well. We record all the podcasts in video. You get access to all the video. We do 10 minutes before where we just have a little unscripted chit chat. And you can also email us at mythsmagicandmurder at gmail.com. Was that okay for you, Kate? No. Oh my god! No, it's because I didn't say haunted <coughs> happenings, terrifying tales, and spooky stories. Yeah, that's my whole thing. You, that's, you that's froze, what people love. You seized up. You froze up. You couldn't tell us. Yeah. You, you, next time, re- rehearse it. Next time, don't leave it three months. Ab. Sorry, I'll just undo everything. <laughs> yeah, if you could, that, if you could go back in time, if I could go back and in sort time. your own damn life out, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my sources, because I've written mine. Indie100.com, labbible.com, so it's going to be good. IFLScience.com, dailystar.co.uk, infinityexplorers.com, and cassiopeia.org. This weird story starts all the way back in 2006, a time I mainly remember as playing Crazy Bones, Beyblades, and eating turkey Twizzlers. Good year. Good year, 2006. Oh, yeah. Big year. Big year for me. Huge. I broke my arm. Whoa. Big year for you. Yeah. I... Did nothing of note, but I had a good time. I had a Doctor Who lunch bag. Wow, we! I yeah. wish I had the 2006 you had. <laughs> Unfortunately, this story contains none of those things. Oh, you don't though, because I was in hospital for my broken arm for a week because the doctor kept just not coming in. <laughs> However, I did get chocolate milkshake on tap, but the guy next to me kept watching Sonic really loudly, and whenever I played a DVD, well, sorry, a video at the time, um, his parents yelled at me, so... Okay, first of all, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm on behalf of the world. I'm, I'm Trauma sorry. dumping about my hospital experience. Yeah. It was literally fine. I got a DS. But point number two, I really wanted to break a bone when I was Kids little. Kids want to do because that. I wanted a cast and I wanted people to sign it. Yeah. And my best friend Hannah got to break her entire thigh. Got to? That sounds terrible. It's like the worst one to break. Yeah. Oh, she was oh like, my God. This is the hardest one to break. <laughs> yeah. The doctor told me. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. You want to know how? Is it gross? I mean, she broke a bone out of it. Okay, content warning, gross. Skip 30 seconds. Quick. She was playing tennis because she used to play tennis all the time and then she slipped on a tennis ball and landed on her own thigh. And she went pop. That's so gross. I fell over a rope in the playground because it was dark and I landed with my arm kind of janky. Okay. I've broken a fingertip before. I slammed it in a gate. Okay, that's the end of the gross parts now. Yeah. Okay. So, on April 23rd, 2006, in Kiev, which most people probably know is in the Ukraine, right? A man showed up claiming to be from the past. He had gone to some local police officers to ask for directions to where a street was because he was lost. However, the street hadn't existed for a number of years. Oh. When he got into a conversation with the authorities, they discovered that he was actually born on June 16th, 1932, and that he had time-travelled to 2006. It was obvious because that this wasn't just a man with memory issues because he looked to be the young, young age of 25. Oh. Yeah. I'm making myself feel better for one day. Kate, 26 is the same as 25. 26 is basically 30. No, it's not. (laughs) 
The man was carrying an old-fashioned camera and had a dated outfit on. But the real kicker was that he had a Soviet document from the 1950s that showed that the man was 25. And that his name was Sergei Ponomarenko. That's interesting. So we had, like, official documentation from that era saying that he was that age. Mm -hmm. And, like, he looked the same as he does standing in front of That is pretty convincing, isn't it? Yeah. He continued on to say that he had undeveloped photos on his camera and that they would prove he had time-travelled because they showed Kiev back in the 50s. Right. The authorities did eventually develop them and found that this was true. However, they found some issues in doing so because the roll of tape had not been manufactured since the 70s. Oh. Regardless, it was developed, and there was a photo on there that showed Sergei in the same clothes he was wearing when they found him, and an unnamed woman who he claimed was his fiancée. And one more photo that he claimed was a photograph of a bell-shaped UFO flying near a building because time travel just wasn't enough. He was also proof of UFOs. Wow. This guy said I'm going to change history. This man said 20... Wait. 2006 is the year for chaos. He claimed that he had left his house to take some photographs and when he took a photo of the UFO he found himself in the future. So of course... I'd be so mad. Yeah, right? I have stuff I need to do. The authorities did some research on any information about Sergei from the 1950s, and they did indeed find that a man with the same name had gone missing around 1958. There were records of him having a girlfriend at the time, and they tracked her down, who, of course, she'd aged by this time. Mm -hmm. In a conversation, she said that her boyfriend went missing for around two years back in the 50s, but then had come back. She also proved that she was the woman in the photograph, from Sergei's camera because she had photos of her when she was younger and, mm-hmm. and they matched up, right? Wow. He didn't only time travel the once, though. The lady also claimed that she'd received a photograph of Sergei of himself in 2050, again in Kiev. He was an older man in the photograph, so it must have been a life of travel rather than time traveling a whole bunch all at once. Mm-hmm. When the police had finished this line of questioning, they'd gone back to where Sergei was being held. So I'm not sure if he was arrested or put into a psychiatric facility. It's kind of hard to tell um, because of the sources, really. But he's being held somewhere by authorities. And he was being monitored. And apparently CCTV footage of him exists. But when the police went back to where he was being held, he'd vanished. The only point of exit was the door, and he definitely hadn't exited through the door because that was being watched by cameras. It seems like Sergei's story has been debunked relatively recently by a YouTuber named Joe Scott. He did a deep dive back into the case and found that the image that was supposed to be from 2050 has been cloned and might even include the Empire State Building. So instead of a thriving Kiev with many skyscrapers was actually just a poorly photoshopped New York City. Right. Plus, the photographs that Sergei had on his camera were actually from a Ukrainian TV show called Aliens, which could explain why there was a picture of a UFO on there. Mm. In addition to this, some of the dates didn't quite match up. In some interviews, they say it's Tuesday, when the date should be Sunday, like, when he's talking about, like, his old life and stuff. Right. But also, like, I don't even know what day it is today. it's hard to remember. Yeah. 
it feels like there's not enough evidence either way mm-hmm. for me. At first, when I looked at this, I was like, yeah, this is real. Like, what yeah, the hell? It, it sounded super real. And then when you started saying about all the different time traveling and the UFOs, I was like, I don't, I feel like this is taking it a bit far now. Yeah, he spoiled a good story. It's hard to believe when it's so extreme. Exactly. And I love to believe in things. Yeah. That is it. That's though. it? Yeah. It was kind of just a short but sweet, like, okay, what's going on? This doesn't feel real. And and the real, like, the, the real thing that got me was the documentation. Yeah. Because it was old. Yeah, the documentation and the, the woman, I think. Yeah. But, like, her That's boyfriend convincing. might have just disappeared for a couple of years. I know, but it's interesting. It's just interesting that they, they tracked that down and it works. Like, that it was accurate. Yeah. That and the documentation really... If that had been it, I'd been like, yes, 100% real. Yeah. But with all the other stuff, I'm like, maybe not so much. Yeah. Okay, how scary do you think this is? Uh, like a two. I don't think it's that scary. You think it's scary at all? Yeah, because if you're time traveling... I guess as well where he was intentionally. Yeah. yeah, if I went outside right now when it was 2050, that would be crazy. I would hate that. It's like uh, Bold Street in Liverpool. Well, I People... would hate it because bloody there's a nuclear war. Apparently, <laughs> there isn't. Stop it! I'll stop crying and oh screaming. Oh God! There. There's a street in Liverpool called Bold Street and people, a lot of people, it's quite a popular thing, say that when they're walking down there sometimes they get time slip and they go into like, I think it's like the 40s or something. Don't quote me on that. I'm not entirely sure. It's off the top of my head. But around that kind of time period. I would love that. And it's only for a few, like a minute or so. But everyone's like, oh my God, everyone looks so weird right now. Like these shops are so different. And then they're like, then they are back in the present day. Catch me running into a shop and buying something for the cheap. <laughs> it's I like, never carry cash. Oh my God. I'd be like, do you take card? And they're like, what? They're like, which? Which, which? Yeah. The f- in the 40s. I was only messing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've i never had that happen to me, but it's it's very popular. A lot of people say it. Tourists say it. Locals say it. Interesting. So, but if something like that happened and you were stuck... Yeah, hell. You'd be con- You'd be stressed mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be horrible. But where it's, like, 2006, and I know 2006, it's not that scary. Yeah, it's not like, as scary. Oh, Turkey Twizzler. Yeah, I'm like, okay, you were living in the good times. Ooh, oh, no, you had to sit around and watch WWE. Yeah, maybe 2006 wasn't as good for, like, adults, though. I don't remember. I was a, I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, no, you had match attacks. And I'm like, wait, adults existed in 2006. Yeah. But Sorry, then guys. you could watch, like, some Let things for the first time. what you were up to in 2006, please. Yeah. Uh, what is the danger of this story? Like, one. One. Yeah, because of, of the UFO element. Oh, right. Okay. The likelihood. I'm going to say two, which I think is generous. Wow. I have voted yours even higher. Maybe. Did you? I think maybe no, you I gave yours a two. I give it two and a half. Two and a half, yeah, two and a half. Have a two and a half. Thanks. I will fight for that. Because you know what? Mine I would have given it a three if it wasn't for the for the aliens. And you know I love an alien. I do. It's I do the love one an thing alien. we know about you. Yep. I don't even know what your name is, but I know you love alien. Abalian. God, that was bad. Okay, ideas. Um time travel. Mm-hmm. Could be aliens. Mm-hmm. Prank. Okay. Some kind of like fame thing. Yeah. It's it's hard to know what the motive would have been in 2006. Well, and the thing is, it's hard to know why you would do that for a prank because obviously the authorities are going to detain you. 
Yeah. Like you're doing it in person. You're not even doing it online. Like that's I, the thing. If people were on on the internet now doing that, you'd be like, okay, they're doing it for follows or whatever. Yeah, they're, they're going to make some money to get famous. But like in 2006 in the streets, what are you gaining? Yeah, like you're going up to someone in a Ukrainian a Ukrainian street. You've forged documents for what? Okay, don't understand. It makes no sense. Maybe I'll give it a three. How did you get out? Yeah, I don't get it. It's. It's confusing. It is. That's what makes it so difficult to, for, for me to, like, know. I don't think I have an idea. Let us know what you guys think. I would yeah. love to know. Please tell me how you would escape a locked room. <laughs> what? Like he did. Oh, right. That's what I'm confused about. Tell us how you are in escape rooms. Tell us what kind of dinosaur you would touch. Tell us what you want to give Kate for her birthday. I'm actually just taking applications for friends. Tell us what you want us to release in the next year. And, um... Tell us your mother's maiden name, mm-hmm. your social security code. For legal reasons, this is a joke. Yes. We're joking. Don't We're, do that. This is a joke. We're no. joking. Tell us about everything else. Tell us about the dinosaurs and stuff. Don't give us any identifiable information. And don't listen before bed. You should listen before bed. Good little song. Oh.